Nonkululeko Mandula on SAFM. I say, Africa must wake up, the sleeping sons of Jacob, for what tomorrow may bring. May Our dynasty on the morning bliss. Can you tell me, young ones, who are we today? There's a very exciting documentary that I, I, I really would love to uh, see. Uh, this documentary is one that uh, speaks of, um, in fact, let me not go deep into it. I'm going to allow our guest uh, to tell us. But it is titled Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America. Um, and our A-team guest has really put in a lot of time and effort and research, uh, archaeological research, anthropological research, linguistic research, DNA evidence was uh, sourced, uh, went into history and geography, and um, even went into uh, looking at identity and blood descendants when it comes to putting together this particular uh, cinematic uh, documentary. Ronald Dalton Jr., who's an author, a historian, and a filmmaker, was born in the USA to African-American parents. And his parents came from a background where they um, had both sides of, you know, the civil rights movement in the 1960s uh, because our guest's mother grew up in, in New York in the housing projects in Harlem um, with a mixed heritage, um, by the way, of Virginia and West Indies. Our guest's name is Ronald Dalton Jr., as I've said initially, and I am so honored that he's joined us here uh, telephonically to tell us about this particular documentary. Good morning, Ronald. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Ronald, tell us about this uh, documentary, Hebrews to Negroes Wake Up Black America. Well, the documentary is based off a book um, titled the same thing, Hebrews to Negroes Wake Up Black America. Uh, released it in 2018. Um, it's on Amazon for many years until it got wide notoriety in America and the world when an NBA basketball player named Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets, he posted a link to the movie on his Twitter page and Instagram page, causing the Jewish community to go into a massive attack uh, on this basketball player for simply posting a link to the movie Hebrews and Eagles Wake of Black America. Um, and he had to apologize. He had to do a lot of things for it when he simply was researching his past identity, his roots, his ancestry and lineage, uh, like most black people do in America when they do a DNA test and they want to see what part of Africa do, they, do their ancestors come from, even down to the tribe. So Hebrews to Negroes, the movie, um, is basically giving us insight and proof into our identity, ancestral lineage and pedigree, not just going back until the colonial times, the 1600s, the 1400s, the 1500s, we're going back to biblical times, going back to the times of ancient Egypt, uh, going back to the times of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who was renamed Israel and had 12 sons who were called the 12 tribes of Israel. So the movie basically connects the African diaspora, uh, those black, uh, black diaspora in the Caribbean, even those in sub-Saharan Africa, known as the Abantu or Bantu people, as what we learned in, in school in, in history in America, uh, all those people uh, that are scattered throughout 
the West and also in Sub-Saharan Africa, from Senegal all the way to Congo, to East Africa, down to the tip of South Africa, that are of Negro or a Bantu or Bantu descent. I prove in this movie that we are connected to the 12 tribes of Israel or God's chosen people or the original Jews. And how do you prove it? Uh, where do you get all the research that you went into? Oh, man. Um, it's it's not easy because, you know, of course, we've been taught the history by our, um, our colonizers and our conquerors. So the conquerors and the colonizers teach us their version of history in our Bibles that we have uh, are written, you know, in English or Greek or Latin, uh, Spanish, Portuguese, you know, these different types of languages of the conquerors. So you really have to uh, really go into research with, you know, an, with, with an open mind and, and have a different lens when you research the scriptures, because when you read the Bible, it may not seem to be an African book or book about African or Bantu history, but when you really study the Bantu people uh, and their traditions, their customs or, or history, when you study their language, you see how the language is a, is a combination of, of ancient Hebrew and Egyptian. When you study the archaeology, when you study the DNA, the DNA of the, of the Bantu people, um, you start to see how it all connects with the Bible. Uh, you know, we know the history of Moses and the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt, and they left with a mixed multitude of people. Uh, they were around Egyptians, they were around Cushites, they had mixed with the Canaanites. And so when the Israelites left with Moses, uh, they left with a, a large group of people that consisted of Israelites, Egyptians, Cushites, Canaanites, who had familiar familiarity in mixing with one another and sharing cultures uh, borrowing cultures and traditions, even language. And so you can you can basically trace all these things and show the evidence how <laughs> it, it may be hard to swallow for many, but when we think of the biblical exodus and the stories of where we think that Moses and the Israelites went to, which is the land of Canaan, also known as the land of milk and honey, that land is in sub-Saharan Africa. And the history of the Bantu people, which is a combination of Egyptian and Hebrew, because the word Abantu or Bantu, the Ba or Bena or Bana means the people. And and the Ntu, the NTU, is seen as the creator God, the, the, the life force uh, that God gives, because God creates, he gives life, also the cosmic energy, the energy of the universe. And so when you look at two, the two groups to combine, Bantu is the people of God, the people of the creator, the people of the most high. We may say this, this is a plural word for people, and Muntu is a person, but it goes deeper than that. And if you really study uh, the, the Europeans and the colonizers knew these things, uh, and this sometimes they corrupted things and changed things. They twisted certain things in the Bible when they, when they translated into the Greek Septuagint. And so it's very hard to try to trace back our connections to the ancient Israelites. But, you know, I did it in the movies and the books. And there's individuals out here that do not want black people to receive this truth about their true identity because it unlocks so much more when we finally know who we are as a people.
Now, I always say because our history as uh, black Africans was never documented, it was always um, given to us orally, it was easily distorted and moved away from us. And I, I'm, I'm not going to dispute anything that you have found in this particular documentary while doing your research, because I've had an opportunity of doing some research in, into um, African spirituality and the Bible and the connection and so on and so forth. But a point in case for me would be uh, Ethiopia. Those churches that were rock-hewn in um, Lalibela still have paintings from years and years and years ago. And those paintings show us exactly um, who we are. And I think some of the things that are revealed in your documentary are, 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 are you know, are taking from, from that premise. Now, ca can you tell us something? When people are viewing uh, this documentary or reading your book, what is their first impression? And I'm really specifically interested in the reaction of the African, the black African, when they read this. Is it the reaction of, I'm disputing it, it can't be? Or is it, ah, oh, I did not know, I want to know more? Um, it's, it's, it's a lot because you can have feelings of, of uh, joy, anger, surprise, um, you, I mean, it's, it's when you start to gain knowledge on the truth and you see how the truth has been hidden from us for so long, you can have an over, you can have a lot of different emotions. Um, when I showed the, when I initially showed the movie for the first time in America, in Detroit, um, we had, I think it was a full house of about 500 people and we have people standing up in the back watching the movie, even some of the Caucasian people working at the, at the movie theater, uh, at the concession stand and, and working in the engineering booth, they even came by and came into the theater and was standing in the back watching it. And they were just like, wow. And, and there were a lot of black people that walked out of the theater during the film and were crying, older people. And they, they said to me, I never thought in my life that I would see a movie like this that will finally tell us who we are and not that they were just a descendant of slaves and we're this and we're that and and so the reaction in, in america and africa has been a good one I actually i actually showed the movie at soweto theater on june the 11th um the day that had they, there was an earthquake but it wasn't without uh, a lot of pushback from certain groups in south africa um and the goal was to bring this to africa and show it um in different countries in africa and it just so happened that i was able to do that in soweto South Africa for the first time. So it actually premiered in Soweto Theater in Africa for the first time in Africa, period. And the people that were there, they they stood up and they put their fists in the air. And a lot of people, they had a lot of good things to say about the movie. Uh, we, we just wish more people would have known about it um, to come out and support and to, and to see this movie. Because it's a movie not just to wake up uh, Black America, but it's a movie to make up Black people in the diaspora and continental Africans in the continent of Africa. Actually, I was about to say that as well. I was about to say your title excludes the rest of uh, uh, the diaspora and the continent because it says Black America, but I'm glad that you're mentioning it um, because it's all inclusive. Uh, I hear you here in South Africa currently. Uh, what are you doing here in South Africa? Is it a screening? Um, well, I'm here trying to get permanent uh a permanent visa. Uh, I mean, a lot of African Americans now are trying to relocate back home to the continent. Um, so that's that's one of my goals is to 
relocate my family back to Africa in South Africa. Uh, others may choose Ghana or Kenya or Tanzania, but uh, me and my family, we came to South Africa um, a, a year or two ago, and we, we've fallen in love with South Africa. And while I'm here, of course, I'm going to continuously um, promote and push the the showing of the movies because it's not just one movie I have. I have multiple, multiple movies uh, that I've made, documentaries, that also need to be seen by the people in South Africa. Oh, my goodness. That's wonderful. Now, I'm glad you said a lot of African-Americans are making an exodus back into Africa, right? Into the continent. Right. You must you 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 will be shocked that there is currently a brain drain of South Africans who want to go to America. South Africans and Africans who want to go to the European countries. Please explain for the benefit of our people how important it is for us to be in the continent so we grow the continent instead of leaving after qualifying and going to contribute to other continents. I'm not saying it's not good to move around. It's a good thing. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to travel. But there's a, the, 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 I think there's a special significance if we want to see Africa rise. Yeah, no, I tell, I tell everybody that say that, I say, listen, um, you only see what you see on TV and the TV tricks you into believing that you want to come to America, but I told them that America is declining. I said the dollar is days is, is numbered. Uh, Canada and Mexico understand this very well. The West understands this well. Um, I mean, the whole world is going through a global recession uh, or depression. I mean, economically, I mean, people are, are hurting in, in Europe. They're hurting in America. The cost of living is rising. I mean, even in Mexico, people you got all types of immigrants trying to cross the border to the United States by the tens of thousands uh but in in africa you see all these mega comp companies they're investing their future uh of their companies their businesses and their people in sub-saharan africa and so that should tell you something that if if you're trying to leave and go to america but yet all these major companies um and businesses in other nations um, being in South Africa, I've seen Chinese, I've seen East Indian, I've seen Jewish people, I've seen Afghanistan, Pakistan, Arabs, I've seen uh, Mexicans, I've seen all different types of races from Europe, and I'm just like, wow, this is amazing that I'm seeing all these people here in South Africa, and you know, they're not they're not here just to just retire, just relax. They're here to do business, make money, to tell their friends and their countries to come on down to. Africa, South Africa, is you can live your you can live your best life here, and but this I tell people like this is our land. This is this is the land that God promised you. This is the land that they, that God told us to possess, and when we possess this land, this is our land. So why would you want to leave a land that God allowed you to possess, a land that has everything that you need? There's nothing you really really should lack for in Africa. It has all the minerals. It has all the the, the resources. It has everything you need. I mean, you can plant, you can harvest two to three times a year. You got the sunlight, you got the water, you got the rivers, lakes, mountain streams, springs, valleys. You got everything you need. So it's really, we have to just bring back Africa and, and rise to the top as what we should and not let the foreigners and the immigrants and all these other nations kind of just take over and recolonize Africa, which they're doing. And, and act, in all actuality, one of the reasons why um, I made, I, I just released my third movie, Hebrews to Negroes 3, Sound the Alarm. Uh, it's currently streaming on 
h2ntv.com is that I'm showing people that there's actually biblical prophecy in Ezekiel 38 that talks about these nations that are in Africa right now that are coming that we may see a benevolent factor we may see a malevolent factor is it a trojan horse scenario that they're coming with what we see as a, a nice gift but inside the trojan horse they come out and it's a it's a massive takeover there's a lot of things people have to understand because in the bible uh we don't see the word russia we don't see the word china we don't see the word india we don't see the word brazil we don't see the, the, these different terms in our bible but many of these nations that we see in different parts of the world that are currently in in Africa, they're investing in Africa, they're moving to Africa. They actually have a biblical origin, and their biblical origin and nationality is listed in Ezekiel 38. Uh, in addition to some of the other nations uh, that are also in the Sahel region in the Maghreb, and people will be blown away to find out how biblical prophecy is unfolding right before our eyes. But we won't know this unless we know who is who in the Bible, and then also know who we are. Because once we know who we are as the children of Israel, then we'll do all things into accordance to who we are, according to what the scriptures and prophecy states and the spirit of truth, which is moving amongst people slowly in the world, in America, the Caribbean, Europe, even Sub-Saharan Africa. So it's a matter of time. And I'm excited um, to, 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 see, um, to see these things unfold. But, you know, really for me, um, one of the main things that I also like to do when I teach is to issue a warning, a warning to the, the Bantu people in Sub-Saharan Africa, uh, the warning of what is coming based on the prophecies. And I think that we need to take heed to these prophecies very seriously because they are happening right now uh, on, on the world news. But many people uh, that are in the Abrahamic religions, many people that are caught up in the, you know, the school system, social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, they're not seeing these things because this, this is not what's what's uh, enter entertaining. It's what's not captivating, you know. So a lot of this truth, a lot of this this uh, unforeseen knowledge, things that we should be taking heed to, uh, people just overlook because we're just being distracted at this time. So my my goal is to educate, edify, and empower the people, uh, black people, um, in in the diaspora and in the continent of Africa, so we can wake up to cite the title or the subtitle of my book and my movie wake up africa wake up america wake up caribbean wake up black people sure i'm looking forward to having more conversations with you because i can tell that there's so much um we can learn from you as a teamers uh here in the morning bliss but uh quickly before we let you go uh ronald where can people get the book or even view the documentary Okay, so they they can get the book um, on takealot.com. I tried to get it on exclusive books, and they all the bookstores rejected the book. So right now, the only place I know that that does have the books and deliver is takealot.com. Um, the movies people can stream the movies. Uh, I have two plat like two platforms. The main one is h the number two ntv.com. And the second backup streaming site that I have is Hebrews, T-O, Negroes, N-E-G-R-O-E-S, TV.com. So it's Hebrews to Negroes, TV.com. And the reason why I created these streaming platforms, uh, such as H2NTV.com, is because Amazon does not show us 
things like the stuff we see in America on Amazon. You can't see it here. You can't see everything here in South Africa. The stuff we see on Netflix in America, they restrict a lot of the the, the movie titles and documentaries and shows here in South Africa. You got to have a VPN to see some of these things. And so there's a lot of things that they just don't allow uh, the pe- people in the continent of Africa to see. And if you can't pay for these movies, this says, oh, this, this movie is not available in your country. You can't pay for it. So if you can't pay for it, you can't even see it. it may, you may see it on the screen, but you can't pay for it, so you can't access it. So H2NTV.com is a streaming platform that accepts currencies all across the world, and it's accessible to people not just in America and Europe, but also in the continent of Africa and beyond. Oh, man. Um, thank you so very much uh, for choosing South Africa. Um, you could have gone anywhere else in the continent. Thank you so very much for sharing your knowledge with us, Ronald. How do our A-teamers follow you? Oh, they can, they can follow me. They can, well, if they want to email me, they can email me at Hebrews to Negroes at yahoo.com. It's Hebrews, the, 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 the word T-O, Negroes, N-E-G-R-O-E-S at yahoo.com. Anybody can email me, they can get in touch with me, and, and we can take it from there. Uh, that's the best way to reach me. Or they can go to www.thenegronetwork.com. www.thenegronetwork.com. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so very much, Ronald. Uh, strength to your bow. No problem. Thank you for having me.